0: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen.
1: Good
0: evening. Ooh. Youngins. How's everybody doing? Good. Are you glad to be here again tonight at the Promised Land? I have truly enjoyed being here to worship with you guys this week. It's been a pleasure to be with you. Thank you so much. I look forward to coming. I have, Since uh, Trey called me, I was like, all right. To go to Promised Land, so uh, so excited. We're gonna do things just a little different tonight. We're gonna to start. With somebody in the choir, you know, the choir is full of wise people. Y'all know that, right? Wisdom overflowing. You can tell by looking at them. Anyway, <laughs> we're gonna do things a little bit. We're gonna. To invite the Holy Spirit to join us tonight. And somebody said, well, He's already here. And I said, well, yeah, I know it, but I want to make sure He knows that He's welcome to be in this place tonight. So if you'll stand with me, please, we're going to sing this verse, one it's called Holy Spirit. There's nothing worth more. There's nothing worth more
2: that will ever come close. No thing can compare You're our living living
3: your presence, Lord.
2: And I've tasted and seen
0: of the sweetest of loves, for my heart becomes
2: free, and my shame is undone. presence, Lord.
0: Good evening. evening. Are you weary tonight? (laughs) No, absolutely not. I tell you what, the Lord's been good this week and I wouldn't miss tonight even if I was in a bed and had to be home. I think I'd jump out to be here. It's good to be here tonight and it's good to see this crowd here. Uh, We have had great services this week and we are so thankful you're with us tonight. We want to take an opportunity to uh, welcome you. So at this time, go see somebody you hadn't talked to yet. Seat. You can have a seat. You're good. So glad you're here. And hyper. Don't you wish you had something for them to do? Yeah. At this time, Miss uh, Holly Carpenter is going to come sing for you.
1: Brother Josh told me to imagine that y'all were all cabbage heads. So <laughs>
3: The power of sin and darkness, whose love is mighty and so much stronger, the King of glory, the King of all. Take my place That you would bear you
0: Say it again. It's been a pleasure to be here this week. Uh, I don't know how Promise Land gets all the best pastors, but they get them. Y'all get them. The Lord. Well, what's the rest of us doing wrong then? <laughs> I have enjoyed being around Brother Josh and his wife this uh, this week, and uh, spending some time with Brother Trey. And Laura and Ella. And uh, for them to open up their house to me this week, I got to stay over there at their place. And I appreciate that very much. The food this week, I told you, I told, told some of them the other night, I lost 15 pounds before I come. Because my doctor told me to, but really because I knew I was coming here. And uh, I would need to do that. I'm feeling it tonight too. Whew. I've eaten a lot this week, but uh, I've been fed not just with food, but uh, by the Lord and by you all. Thank you so much. I was needing a break, and uh, this has been a healthy one for me. It has been uh, encouraging and uplifting. Uh, I've struggled all day, all week really, with what to sing tonight. Uh, so I'm going to sing too. Then you don't have to worry about it, right? But uh, I've been listening to the sermons and kind of feeling the Holy Spirit out. I sing this song an awful lot, and I don't know if it's because it means so much to me or if it means so much to other people, but um, you just need to know you can't get away from God. He He can get to you. It don't matter where you're at. And so if you will, please listen to the message of this song. And then I'll talk just a little bit before the next one just to give myself a breath. But um, farther than your grace can reach. Thank you.
2: I lie awake at night How you can still put up with me I know I push you to the limits Or so it seems And I start each day with good intentions fail you in a thousand ways, but still you keep forgiving me of the same mistakes. I can us all the weak and the weary, captives of our flesh and blood, our only freedom In
0: find that song to be so true way too often we find ourselves folks committing the same sin over and over and over again don't we you know what it is in your life i know what it is in mine and a lot of times i just want to quit i'm like i can't keep doing this there's a lot of pressure especially in the ministry to do right all the time you know Every once in a while, I want to get mad at the lady at Walmart, okay? I have a right. But we keep making the same mistakes over and over and over again, and we keep asking God to forgive us for the same mistakes over and over again. Don't you think he gets tired of hearing that? But you know what? He says, okay, try and do better. Like the woman at the well, go thy way and sin no more. You think she ever didn't sin anymore? Y'all ever tried that? It ain't easy. It's not easy. Some days you want to, you feel like running. I got to get away. But uh, God's always there. He never left. He was there all the time. Um, Let's just do this one.
2: I don't feel like hurting today. Feel like running away from all the heartache and pain that haunts me so. I'm reaching for something real, someone who knows how. just can't stand, so I'll kneel till I learn to let go. Then with all of my might, I held on for delight. Till I came to this place Where I learned about my keeper The one who said he'd never leave But when I went to hold on to him He was holding on to me Two sets of footprints in the sand Proved that he was holding my hand Now on my own I can stand And it's all because of him But when one pair disappeared I felt Him gently draw me near He carried me through all my fear And arms of love they took me in Then with all of my might I held on for delight Head of Embrace Until I came to this
1: place
2: Where I learned about my keeper The one who said he'd never leave But when I went to hold on to him he was holding on to me. I've learned so much about my keeper. And now I know he'll never leave. Because when I went to hold on to him, he was holding on to me.
0: cross made it all possible because of the sacrifice there. We have grace and mercy, his love and eternal life because he loved us so much. Would you stand with me as we sing at the cross?
2: Oh Lord, you searched me, and you know my way, even when I fail you, I know you love me. Your holy presence Surrounding me In every season I know you love me I know me at the cross I bow my knee where your blood was shed for me there's no greater love than this you have overcome the grave your glory fills the highest place what can separate me now At the cross I bow my knee, where your blood was shed for me. There's no greater love than this. You have overcome the grave. Your glory fills the highest place. What can separate me now? You tore the veil you made away. When you said that it is done. You tore the veil you made away. When you said that it is done You go before me And you shield my way Your hand upholds me And I know you love me And when the earth fades Falls from my eyes And you stand before me I know you love me, I know you love me. At the cross I bow my knee, where your blood was shed for me, there's no greater love than this. You have overcome the grave. Your glory fills the highest place. Rate me now. At the cross I bow my knee. Where your blood was shed for me. There's no greater love than this. You have overcome the grave. Your glory fills the highest place. What can separate me now? You tore the veil. You made a way. When you said that it is done. Let me hear you sing that again. You tore. You made a way. When you said that it is done one more time, you tore the veil, you made a way. When you said that it is done, I'm
3: by sin.
0: much tonight for Jesus Christ and the price that he paid on the cross for us the way to you father we thank you for that mercy and that grace and that love father help us to show that same love to those around us so that we they know that we have Jesus in us and they can have him too Help us to share that story, share that life, share that love with those in our lives. Not just in Hamburg, but everywhere we go. Bless Brother Josh tonight. Give him the energy that he needs. Give him the focus that he needs. Put the words on his lips tonight. So that we can hear your heart and what you have for us. It's in Jesus' name we pray.
4: Amen. Amen. Joshua chapter 10 this evening. Joshua chapter 10 this evening. Are y'all glad to be here? What a great night it has been in the Lord. Brother Paul has been a blessing this week, hasn't he? I got everybody with me tonight. I got the teenagers with me tonight. All right. We come to an important time. The preaching of God's Word. Nothing more precious, nothing more powerful in all the world than what we have in our hands right here. I'm so thankful for it. And I heard something tonight. Y'all may not realize it, but y'all said hallelujah. Not only did y'all say it, y'all shouted it. And not only did you shout it once, you shouted it three times. I'm glad that when God saved me, I got something to shout about. Amen. I've got a reason to praise Him. Brother Paul, thank you for letting the Lord use you this week. What a blessing He has been to me and I know to this church. What a great week it's been in the Lord. I went over, uh, Miss Betty Wells fed us lunch today and we got done. I was getting in the truck and Bull was talking, saying something. You know, he's always saying something. And I got out and I said, what'd you say? He said, when you get up there tonight, you get down with it. And I said, brother Bull, y'all wear me out. I don't know if I can anymore, but, uh, I, I'm tired. I'm, I'm, I'm weak, but the spirit is definitely willing. And the Lord is able and He is capable. What a great week it's been in the Lord. Don't let it stop tonight. Let's keep on going, promised land. Let's keep on going forward. Let's keep on with the joy of our salvation. Joshua 10 and verse 5. Therefore, the five kings of the Amorites, the king of Jerusalem, the king of Hebron, the king of Jarmuth, the king of Lachish, the king of Eglon, "...gathered themselves together, and went up, they and all their host, and encamped before Gibeon, and made war against it. And the men of Gibeon sent unto Joshua to the camp of Gilgal, saying, Slack not thy hand from thy servants, come up to us quickly, and save us." And help us, for all the kings of the Amorites that dwell in the mountains are gathered together against us. So Joshua ascended from Gilgal, he and all the people of war with him, and all the mighty men of valor. And the Lord said unto Joshua, notice what the Lord said. He said, Fear them not, for I have delivered them into thine hand, and there shall not a man of them stand before thee. Isn't that amazing? how He gave them victory before they ever walked out there. Notice what He said in verse 10, And the Lord discomfited them before Israel, and slew them with a great slaughter at Gibeon, and chased them along the way that goeth to Beth Horon, and smote them at Azka and into Makeda. I try so hard on them words. Who knows what they are? But I tried. Verse 11, It came to pass as they fled from before Israel and were going down to Beth-horon, that the Lord cast down great stones from heaven upon them into Ascah, and they died. There were more which died with hailstones than they whom the children of Israel slew with the sword. Then spake Joshua to the Lord in the day when the Lord delivered up the Amorites before the children of Israel. And he said in the sight of Israel, Son... Stand thou still upon Gibeon, and thou moon in the valley of Agelon, And the sun stood still, and the moon stayed, until the people had avenged themselves upon their enemies. It is not written in the book of Jasher. Is it not written, excuse me, in the book of Jasher? So the sun stood still in the midst of heaven, and hasted not to go down about a whole day. And there was no day like that before it or after it that the Lord hearkened unto the voice of a man. For the Lord fought for Israel. Isn't that beautiful? The Lord fought for Israel. And Joshua returned and all Israel with him unto the camp to Gilgal. I want you to notice in verse 13 it said, And the sun stood still. I want to talk to you tonight on the subject, The Day the Sun Stood Still. The day the sun stood still. As reading this, you may say, Preacher, there's no way. If the Word of God declares the sun stood still, then my friend, the sun stood still. It didn't move. It didn't move for the length of a day. And I want to draw a picture to kind of catch you up to where they are. But the nation of Israel has come into the promised land. They have defeated Jericho. They have tumbled the walls down. We know the story there. They're doing all of this on the command of the Lord. The Lord said, go out and defeat all the inhabitants of the land. They go out and they destroy AI. They destroy a very mighty, uh, enemy there, a very strong country, a very strong people, and they go out and they defeated AI. They defeated Jericho. They went over to Gibeon and they made a peace treaty with Gibeon. I'm not going to get into that, but basically they made a peace treaty with them. There was a time when all of the other enemies heard this, and so they went up against Gibeon. In fact, there were ten kings who led their nation uh, to uh, the people of Gibeon and to the place Of Gibeon. Gibeon had a peace treaty with Israel. And so when all of this began to surround them. And ten countries stood before one country. They called upon Israel. And they said, hey, we made a peace treaty. We want you to come and help us. This was the deal. And so they went. And they began to go. And the Lord told Joshua to go and lead the people. And he said, I promise victory for you in that day. And the Bible said that they rose up against them, and some of the greatest miracles that we've ever seen in the Bible, that we read of here, that we have in our hands, is recorded in this text tonight. Man, I'm telling you, having bread come down from heaven is an awesome thing. For somebody to speak and the wind quit blowing is an awesome thing, but to... Stand still the sun that we see every day that is moving at all times for the sun to to stand still and for hailstones to come down and rain down from heaven like they seen in that day. Friend, I want you to know it goes beyond our imagination. It goes beyond our comprehension. And when you get to that place where you say, I can't explain it, when you get to that place where you say, I don't understand it, that's when you say, God must have done that. God must have did that. When science gets in there and they can't figure out what happened with that day all them years ago, you just got to stop and say, well, that's my God. (laughs) That's my God. And when Israel was there and they had ten countries facing them, there was ten versus two. Friend, let me tell you something, two was bigger than ten that day because those two had God on their side. And all the miracles and all the things that took place that day was an awesome, awesome event because... Of the Lord. The day the sun stood still. Would you go with me tonight as we think about this and think about some things that this great event reveals? Number one, it reveals the character of God. It reveals the character of God. Number one, God is all powerful. God is all-powerful. When I see a country that has their backs against the wall, when I see a people that need the help of God, and God to step in and say, I got this. If you'll just trust me, I'll take care of this. And God rang down hailstones from heaven to help Israel defeat its enemy and even so many hailstones that there was more people that died by the weapon of God that day than the weapon of man. And then they started whooping them. And if you remember, God told them to go into Israel and whoop all their enemies. Well, they got ten enemies right here. God has just grouped them up and He said, Get them. Go get them. But friend, there was ten countries there. They needed more time. Joshua stood up. He said, Son, stand still. And in the power of God and in the faith that he had in the Lord, that day the sun stood still. Why did it stand still? Because God stopped it. God stopped it. God said, stand still. Now, today we understand the sun didn't really stand still, if you will, as much of the earth. The sun normally never moves. It's the earth. That rotates. It's the earth that is constantly rotating. To make a full rotation of the earth, it takes almost 24 hours. And that's why we have about 12 hours of night of darkness and then 12 hours of light. It is constantly rotating. They woke up that morning. They began to fight the enemy. They begin to fight and fight and fight. And as the sun, I be- believe, was starting to go down, Joshua said, "...stand still. We're not done." We're not done. And by the faith that he had in the Lord, everything stopped. And they had all the light that they needed to defeat the enemy that day. That is an amazing thing. I cannot wrap my mind around it. So what do you do when you can't wrap your mind around it? That's my God. That's Him. That's what He did. You say, how in the world did He stop planet Earth? Well it's pretty easy when you create it. (laughs) Who in the world gave Him the authority to go out and to stop the earth? Friend, He created it. He's over everything. He has all authority. He has all authority upon all of planet earth, upon all of the universe. Friend, God can do anything that He wants to do. And when He made the earth and the sun stand still that day and the Israel had all of those hours of daylight to defeat their enemy, it truly revealed that God is an all power powerful God, and that the God of Israel that day was on their side, and when they called upon their God, He had the power and the authority to go beyond and above anything they could ever imagine. Who would imagine that day that they would have had thirty six hours of daylight? Who in the world would imagine that, friend? Nothing is impossible when it comes to serving God. When you got God on your side, you got everything on your side. Amen? You got it all. Because God can do anything. He can do anything. The nation of Israel got their backs up against the the Red Sea. He parted the Red Sea. Not too big for God, was it? They were hungry. He just rained down bread from heaven. (laughs) Not too big for God. How would He do it? He's God. He's God. He's all-powerful. He has more power than any god. Than any god. By the way, He's the only God. That's why He has more power than all the other gods. Amen? Because He's the only true and living God. And He has that authority. He has that capability to do anything that we can imagine. That day, the character of God was revealed that this is an all-powerful God. His power is beyond our imagination. May I remind you whose team you're on tonight. May I remind you who we serve tonight. May I remind you that He is the One that calmed the storm. He is the One that healed the withered hand. He is the One that brought life to death. He is the one, when He said, Lazarus, come forth, a dead man that was dead four days, got up and he walked out of the tomb. Why? How? He's God. He's God. He's God. He can do anything. He is all-powerful. Are y'all with me tonight? He is all-powerful. If you can't amen that, get saved tonight. Amen? He is all-powerful. If He can do what He did in the Scripture, if He can do what He's done in your life, friend, He's all-powerful. If He can save your soul, He's all-powerful. This revealed the character of God. Not only that He is all-powerful, but that He is truth. Notice what He said in verse 8. The Bible said, And the Lord said unto Joshua, Fear them not. For I have delivered them into thine hand, and there shall not a man of them stand before thee. God told them that I will bring you victory. And when God said, I'll bring you victory, God meant every word of it. When the sun stood still that day, it revealed that God is a God of truth. And when God says something's going to happen, well, by George, it's going to happen. Amen? If He says that you're going to go to heaven, then you're going to go to heaven. If He says hell is a real place, then hell is a real place. If God says, if you trust in Jesus as your personal Savior, you can be saved. Then, friend, that's what you need to do to go to heaven tonight. If God says it, it's truth. Why? Because that's who He is. He is truth. That's His character. He told them. Here it is, Joshua. When that son stood still, it revealed that God was a God of His Word. And way back yonder, way back yonder, He promised the children of Israel that He would lead them into the promised land. Way back yonder, He promised Moses. He promised Abraham. He promised all of these people in in the nation of Israel the land of promise. And friend, what is happening here? God is coming through on His Word. He's a God of truth. When God says it's going to happen, it's going to happen. Friend, God's told me a lot. He's told you a lot. He's told me about a place called heaven. He's told me about a place called hell. He told me if I put my trust in Jesus, I can spend an eternity with him, That day the sun stood still revealed that my God does not lie. That when my God says it's going to happen, it's going to happen. Friend, let me tell you something. He gave me a promise that one day the eastern sky is going to split wide open. If He can stop the sun, He can rip the sun right in half. Friend, let me tell you, God is all powerful and He's all true. He's all truth, and every bit of Him is all truth. But another characteristic that this event reveals of Him is that God is love. I want you to notice in verse 14, And there was no day like that before it or after it, that the Lord hearkened unto the voice of a man. Isn't that awesome? The Lord hearkened to the voice of a man. Why did He hearken to the voice of a man? Why did He do what He did for Israel? Very simple. Because He is a loving God. Why did He make the sun stand still that day? Because God loved Israel. God loved His people. And the reason that God did all that He did is because He loved them. You say, preacher, they messed up a bunch of times. Oh, they did. But God has that agape love. He has that unconditional love. God has that love that whether you're worthy of it or deserving of it, He loves you anyway. And friend, that day He made the sun stand still because He loved His people. Why does He do for us today all that He does? Simply because He loves us. Why did Jesus go to the cross? Because God loves us. I'm not going to give you my only begotten Son. He did. That's love. Why did He rain manna down from above? Because His people needed it. He loved them. And He looked down upon His people and He saw their need. And when He looked down and He saw their need, being that He was (laughs) all-powerful, being that He was all-truth, being that He was all-knowing, He could do anything that He wanted to do to show His love to His people. Isn't that wonderful? Sometimes we have trouble demonstrating our love. Man, I'm glad He don't have any trouble demonstrating His love for us. He loves you tonight. He loves you tonight. Why has He brought you here? Because He loves you. Why has He saved you? Because He loves you. Why does He want to save you? Because He loves you. He loves you. You say, preacher, I'm a sinner. I'm not worthy to be in love. I'm not worth loving. Going to the club, brother. Israel wasn't either. But He loved them anyway. You say, I, what do you mean? That don't make sense. You're right. I can't understand why God keeps loving me. Brother Paul, every day I fell in just like you said. Every day, sin after sin after sin, over and over and over and over. But He keeps loving me and loving me and loving me. When my when my family would leave me, when my friends would leave me and forsake me, He's still there. Why? Because He loves me. He looks down upon me and He sees my needs. And He has compassion upon my needs. I want you to look with me. Look with me in Matthew chapter 9. If you're with me, say Amen. Amen. Hold your spot there in Joshua 10. Look with me in Matthew 9. Oh, I don't want to lose you. I don't want to lose you. I know we're tired. I know this is the last night. But bless God, God's not done. He's not done. Man, if He can make the sun stand still, He can do anything. Amen. He can do anything tonight. Notice what He said in Matthew chapter 9. Look over in verse 36. This is my Jesus. Let's start in 35. Oh, I love it. And Jesus went about all the cities and villages teaching in their synagogues and preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing every sickness and every disease among the people. But when He saw the multitudes, I'm glad He sees us today. I'm glad He sees every hair on our head. I'm glad He sees our stature. Let me tell you something. God knows you more than you know you. That's what He sees tonight. Notice what He said. He was moved. With compassion on them. Boy, I could park it right there and preach all night. And he was moved with compassion. Why did he do what he did for Israel that day? Because when he looked down, he had compassion on them. Why did Jesus die on the cross? Because when he looked down on me, he had compassion. He had compassion. Why does He keep stepping up when, even though we have failed Him so many times? Because He is a compassionate Savior. He is all loving. Are you glad He loves you? Do you love Him tonight? About 12 of you. Do you all love the Lord tonight? Why do we love the Lord? Because He first loved us. That's why we love Him. And this great event that day revealed the character of an Almighty God. But notice in Joshua chapter 10, not only did it reveal the character of God, but it revealed the faith of man. I want you to notice what he said in verse 12 there at the very end. He said, Son, stand thou still upon Gibeon, and thou moon in the valley of Ajalon. And the sun stood still, and the moon stayed. Isn't that amazing? What did this man have? This man had faith. He had faith to get up and have the boldness and the courage to say, Son, stand still. I imagine people around him thought, this man has lost his mind. What is he talking about? This man wasn't just talking out of his head. This man wasn't a a lunatic. This man knew exactly what he was doing because this man had faith in the Lord. What did he have faith in? What God told him before the battle ever started. He said, Joshua, there will be victory for Israel today. Fear not what man is going to do to you, but you trust me and I'm going to take care of you. You know what Joshua did? He trusted him. And when he shouted, I don't believe he just said, stand still. I believe he shouted on the top of his lungs, stand still. And I imagine people around him thought, what in the world? Friend, God done promised him. He wasn't shouting to be shouting. He was shouting on the promises of God. He was standing upon that firm foundation that God said, victory is going to come to your house today. I want you to notice in Joshua chapter 1. I want you to notice the commission that Joshua got there. Joshua 1 and verse 5. He said this at the very beginning. He said, there shall not any man be able to stand before thee all the days of thy life. As I was with Moses, so will I be with thee. I will not fail thee, nor forsake thee. Aren't you glad that Jesus gave us that promise that he'll never leave us, nor forsake us? No matter how bad it gets. No matter how bad we messed up. Friend, you may have walked away from God, but He hasn't walked away from you. Boy, not a blessing. Notice what he said. Verse six Be strong. Be strong, child of God. It's time to get strong. It's time to get strong, not in us, but in the Lord. Be strong and of a good courage, for unto this people shall thou divide an inheritance the land which I swear unto their fathers to give them. Listen to what he said. Only be thou strong and very courageous. Hmm i fail that every day. He said, only be strong and courageous that thou mayest observe to do according to all of the law. Notice what he said. Which Moses, my servant, commanded thee, turn not from it to the right hand or to the left, that thou mayest prosper whithersoever thou goest. He said, I'll make you prosper everywhere you go, and you have my word. But what did this man have to do? He had to put his faith in the Word of God. He had to put his trust in the Lord. It didn't make sense in the mind of that man how they were going to whoop that enemy that day, but he knew they were going to whoop that enemy because God has already told them they were going to whoop that enemy. And Joshua knew he had a courage, he had a boldness, he had a confidence. Now that is the opposite of most of us Christians today. We walk around like whooped down dogs. We do. We walk around scared to death of the enemy. We walk around just intimidated. We walk around defeated. Friend, may I remind you who we serve. May I remind you who we're living for. May I remind you who made the sun stand still that day. May I remind you who rained manna down from heaven. May I remind you who parted the Red Sea. That very same God that helped out Israel is helping you out today. And those same promises that He made to them, He has made for you. But here it is. You've got to take it. And you got to trust Him. And you got to have faith in it. How in the world Did this, was this accomplished? Number one, because God is good. Number two, because man had faith that God could do it. Joshua knew. He knew that he knew that he knew. Boy, I like that a lot of times. Oh, my faith is weak some days. I wake up defeated. I wake up in defeat. Friend, I don't serve a loser. And I mean that with all due respect. I do not serve the loser. I serve the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. I serve the one that is above all. And every time that I stop, depending upon myself, and depending upon my own ability, and depending upon my own resources, and stop and say, God, here it is, and I depend on Him, guess what? I don't have my riches. I have His riches. I have His riches. His riches go beyond the riches of the United States of America. Friend, there's no end to the riches of God. There's no end to the power of God. There's no end to the provision of God. But yet, here we are, needing and wanting so much. Why? Because we're not asking Him. Because we're not trusting Him. Friend, He told us to trust Him. And He's going to see us through. Maybe there's something in your life that you're struggling with. God said, trust me, I'm going to get you through this. That same God that made the sun stand still, He'll get in your trial and help you. And if He can make the sun stand still, well, by George, He can do anything you need. Amen? How many times? Oh, preacher, it's too late. That's what Martha and Mary said. It's It's too late, Lord. The Lord is always on time. But I'll tell you what He's waiting on from us. Same thing He was waiting on from Martha and Mary. He's waiting on us to have faith in Him. Do you realize when we have faith that we open up heaven? Listen now. Heaven was opened up that day. And the authority of heaven fell upon this earth when man said those words by faith that day. And the New Testament Jesus said, You can tell this fig tree, you can tell this mountain. You can... <laughs> child of God, he said, You can do anything if you'll just trust that I can. What did Paul say? I can do all things through the power that I have. It's not what he said. Through Christ which strengtheneth me. That's where the strength is at. That's where the strength is at. Are y'all with me? We're almost done. That's where the strength is at. Do you realize if we stop and we place our faith that heaven will open up for us and all the resources of God will be at our disposal today. But all we have to do say God, I need you. You know what I think sometimes? I think God is sitting up there waiting. I think God's sitting up there waiting. When are they going to stop? They, I've shown them before. When are they going to stop running? When, when are they going to stop doing it on their own? When are they just going to stop and put it in my hand? I believe God is sitting on the edge of His throne waiting for us to lay it all before Him tonight. I know He is. I know He is. You know why? Because He loves us. And He loves you. And He sees where you are. And He sees what you're going through. And may I tell you that He's able tonight. But are you willing? Are you willing? You know what? I got saved way down the road. I could have got saved way before then if I would have accepted that faith. There's a lot of times, a lot of battles I go through that I don't need to go through if I would stop and have faith and say, Lord, here you are. Just take it from me. Lost person, I have preached and preached about salvation. If a God can put His hand upon planet earth and say, stop, He can put His hand upon your heart and take away every sin that you've ever committed. Preacher, you don't know where I've been. Preacher, you don't know what I've done. I know God put His hand upon the earth and stopped it. If He can do that, He can take away your sins. He took mine away. How many here has had your sins taken away? That's a big God, ain't it? To tackle all of these sins? Y'all are sinful people. (laughs) You are. I mean that in love but I'm right there with you. Somebody said the other day, well, they don't want to go to that church because they thought they are hypocrites. I am. That's what we are. Ain't nobody in this room perfect, but we're here to serve the One who is. And Jesus can save your soul tonight. What a way to close out these services by stopping and saying, Jesus, save me. Lord, as you reach down on that earth that day, reach down in my heart and save me. Wouldn't it be something, child of God, if we stopped tonight and we said, God, the way you put your hand on that earth, put your hand on my, on my valley, on my mountain, on my fire, on my trial. He can do it, but he's waiting on you. Let's stand this evening. Brother Paul's going to sing. If you need to be saved, I want to invite you to come down. Let me show you how to be saved. Let me, let me show you. I can't save you, but I know a man who can tonight. And his name is Jesus. If you'll stop and let him have it. If you'll stop and let him have it, let go of it tonight. The the God that stopped the earth can save your soul tonight. Oh, would you surrender your all to him? Child of God, if they're open, would you come? Lay Him before His feet. Let Him touch you tonight. Brother Paul, listen to these words. Here
2: I am Down on my knees again Surrendering all Surrendering all Find me here. Lord, as you draw me near, desperate for you, desperate for you, I surrender. Drench my soul. As mercy and grace unfold, I hunger and thirst. I hunger and thirst. With arms stretched wide, I know you hear my cry. Speak to me now. Speak to me now I surrender I surrender I want to know you more I want to know you more I surrender surrender I want to know you more I want to know you more like a rushing wind Jesus breathe within and Lord have your way Lord have your way mighty storm stir within my soul Lord have your way Lord have your way in me like a rushing wind Jesus breathe within Lord have your way Lord, have your way in me, like a mighty storm, stir within my soul. And Lord, have your way, Lord, have your way in me, I surrender. I surrender. I want to know you more. I want to know you more. I surrender. I surrender. I want to know you more. I want
1: to know you.